on a scale of one to ten, <laughs> how upset would you have been if I didn't answer the phone? Pretty, pretty. I would give it an eleven because you've been up my ass for like an hour now, which in hindsight was my fault and not your fault. But I've been—I literally said to my wife five minutes ago, "This dude's up my ass. I don't know what his deal is." We said four o'clock. Man, I—I I feel like for your birthday, you should be—you should say, "Dear wife." For my birthday, nothing more than a pair of reading glasses because I cannot read shit. <laughs> well, it is one of the um, many friends of mine, people who actually allegedly like me, have told me in, um, you know, kindness, though contentiously, that my texting is shitty. <laughs> so. That's a, that's an understatement, really. <laughs> it's uh both my style and my comprehension uh, in the format of text is subpar. <laughs> Mostly your comprehension. <laughs> you know, a lot. I would say your your style is bearable. Your comprehension is is it's lackluster. <laughs> well, we'll say lackluster. I will say thank you, sir. I appreciate you too. And yeah, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the best part of your texting style, as we've talked about in the past is intense interest followed by just shocking disinterest. Like the ability, like the ghosting quality of your texting is is intense. Here's the thing. Here's what I'll tell you. Some people, a lot of people, when their phone dings, Mm -hmm. text message, phone, they feel obligated to look at it. You are not one of those people. I I do not give a shit. (laughs) You are absolutely not one of those people. And it's funny because one of my other favorite people to communicate with by text is my friend Dave here in town. One of my nursing partners now. He's a nurse practitioner. Respect. But um, he hates that I text little short thoughts in a row. Yeah, we call that rapid fire shit. Because it makes his phone ding several times. But nonetheless, he still won't look. If he's not interested, he won't look for hours. And I know it because it won't even have the red receipt on it. He literally, well, no, will, and that, he will not and look the, at the damn thing for three hours. <laughs> then like at, at warp speed, it's like ding, 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 ding. Then I'm even less interested. I'm just you, like, nah. You're, you're like, whatever mm-hmm. it is, it's bullshit. <laughs> this is not important. Nope, not into it. <laughs> Scott's too no, hyped up. You. It's not going to be good. Hey, what are we working with today? You got the good headphones on? I got the Apple headphones on because my office manager neglected to turn off the good headphones at close of business Friday. So I realized, (laughs) I mean, actually, for the listener, listener, Adam works at home. He is the only person in the office. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about right now. No, this actually might work out because your ass was so late. They've been on the charger now for like half an hour. Hold on one second. Swap them up. Stand by. Boom. Vamping for the audience. I'm going to do a quick ad. Uh, this is an ad for the Whoop Strap. If you're not familiar with the Whoop Strap, uh, go online or on your phone. Look it up. It's W-H-O-O-P. It's Whoop. They have an app. They have a strap. You get the stuff. It's like 30 bucks a month. Maybe you send it to your friend. It is a great way to feel inadequate all the time. Like if you want to get a device in your life that will make you feel like you sleep wrong, exercise too little, and are generally fat and stupid, Whoop strap. Get it. Good job. 
Good work. All right. That's solid. The that's the ad. They, they're not paying my ass, so I can say it any way I want. <laughs> solid, solid effort. Solid effort there. Uh, so get this. You were so late to showing up that the that the headphones went from 100% dead, would not turn on, nothing, to 80% charge. It's pretty solid. I mean, it depends on what metric you're looking at. If you're looking at the metric of, did they charge? Yes, pretty solid. If you're looking at the metric of, did you show up on time? Mm, Less solid. Yes, yes. Less solid. Affirmative. Affirmative. Yeah. I will say in my, it's not a defense. It's, it actually makes me sound stupider. But <laughs> I will clarify <laughs> for the listener. I just completely spaced on the idea of space and time. <laughs> and I forgot that four o'clock for Adam and four o'clock for me are actually not the same because of space well, and time. For the record... I even specified four o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I saw four p.m., baby, and I stopped looking at the rest of that message. <laughs> Obviously, son, son. I know, I know. This we're son. gonna we're gonna chop this part up and put it in the cold open. I can't be having all this embarrassing stuff on the air. Uh, okay, so do you want to say it this time? No, <laughs> you don't. No. (laughs) You are now listening to the talk show, a podcast brought to you by Adam St. Germain, the king of Ferris wheel, Vermont, and myself, Scott Sullivan, salty Scott. I'm going to go with that for now. That's all I got. Solid, solid intro. Salty (laughs) Scott, you know, reminds me it's actually, it's a nice homage to Rhode Island and, uh, Salty Brian that used to be on oh, the news. Oh, no school, Foster Gloucester. Look it up. No school, Foster Gloucester. All right. P- those, those motherfuckers never went to school. I think it was a conspiracy. Was I rode my bike through there, as I know you did, many, many times. And it didn't seem like geographically, like, I don't get it. I don't know why, why the snow accumulated so differently in that particular area. I don't know. It was like, it was so crazy. Yeah. It just... Um, Salty Brian, uh, on-air personality in Rhode Island, uh, would announce the school closures and had a lot of fun with the fact that uh, this one particular area of Foster and Gloucester was always closing school. Wait a second. Did you just call him Salty Brian? Did I fuck it up? Yeah. So here's the thing that I always thought was funny about this guy. His name, I always thought his name was Salty Brian. B-R-I-A-N. But it's it's more like brine, like B-R-I-N-E, right? Right, which is funny, being from the ocean state, where you would brine things. <laughs> we, we'd say and, it the wrong damn way. And this motherfucker's name is Salty Brine. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's weird, right? And if you Google him, all the photos are him wearing some ridiculous-looking captain's hat. Yeah, <laughs> dude, rules. By the way, ultimate legacy shit he has a beach named after him if you if you're from rhode island and you get a beach named after you you friggin' lived a life <laughs> buddy buddy doesn't even have a beach no named that after that him. bitch doesn't have a beach named after him at all yeah yep that's, yep. that's yep. baller status from rhode island. i forgot about that actually salty brian beach which is funny because you're like if you didn't know it was a name you just be like is it extra salty <laughs> yeah yeah what's up with this beach <laughs> I, am I okay swimming here? Is this all right? Where is this salty? Oh, it's in Narragansett. It's way, oh. yeah, it's way down there. And I think it's like 
right around the area where they uh, have the ferry to Block Island. I believe you are. Cor- oh, it's right across the the like the little opening there. East Matunic is on one side, and then Salty Brine is on the other side. Fun, oh. fun fact: a young huh. Scott Sullivan <clears throat> had a uh, rental down there right around that area way like right up against the beach way south county down what we used to call what did they call it uh i want to say it's it's the long drive out from campus i forget what the nickname for it was but anyway you go all all the way down was it always called down down the line down the line that's it yeah down the line yeah 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 right right so i had a, a an apartment uh house that i rented with my friend molly when i was like what 21 20 2021 and uh, it was awesome. This house in the in the summer would have been like a premium get because it's like right near the beach. Had a porch off the the uh, had a, a second floor type like porch thing where you could see the water from it. Like they built it up there so you could see. The anyway, they rent these houses nine months of the year to college students because they they're way more valuable during those few summer months. But I used to live there this one year with my friend Molly. And there was a uh, big bay window in the living room. <clears throat> and I was a, a very like kind of straight edge kind of kid. But my my roommate, Molly, respect Molly, if you ever out there. And hear what this, the hell straight edge kid lives down the line? That's I know. Like, I, know absurd. I know. But my, my housemate, Molly, was blazing on the regular. She was getting pretty high one night during this storm. <laughs> it was pretty rugged outside. We're both sitting in the living room looking out the window at this storm, just watching the rain and the thunder and stuff. And then the most fucked up thing ever happens. The entire bay window falls out of the wall. What? It just falls out the wall, like into the grass. And there's a gigantic rectangular hole on the side of our house during like a legit Oceanside storm. And we were just like, I'm pretty overwhelmed. But unfortunately, Molly is like super high. So I can't even imagine how she experienced that moment. But uh, it was bad. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's crazy yeah well, I'll, I'll never forget that moment we had to call our landlord and be like hey there's a huge hole in the side of the house so listen listen something happened just wanted to let you know yeah I'll give you a quick update <laughs> little update on the house <laughs> little update little update all right all right scott let's let's get into business here we have agenda topics okay let's do the okay so wait one more time one more reset just in case this is a talk show. <laughs> it's brought to you by the Whoop Strap. It'll make you feel bad about yourself. I am Scott Sullivan, and this is Adam St. Germain. Now we start the podcast. Be on the lookout for an upcoming episode in the next one to four weeks where we award the 2020 Talkies. Ah, the Talkies. I'm excited about this idea. I think they should be in January. I think we should let the year officially like end well, look, so that we I can said, look back. I said, I said one to four weeks. So, I know, yeah. I know that. Go- oh, there's a bullet point for this later. But okay, so we're we're here. We are. This is the December talk show. We are now yep. approaching. It's December twentieth. My birthday week starts tomorrow. Da, da, da. I mean, yeah. well, depending on how you want to slice it, really, because Sunday is the official start of the week. So today, your birthday week has begun. How do you feel about that concept? Do you really think the week starts on Sunday? Because I do not agree with that. I'm a Monday to Saturday guy. 
you're a Monday to Saturday guy. What you in, in what you just throw fucking Sunday away like it doesn't count? Yeah, the week is seven days. No, it can't no, be that, Monday to Saturday. Excuse me, sir. That's the Lord's Day. It doesn't even figure into. The- <laughs> Um, or in your part of the world, the pancake day. <laughs> this, yes, right. That's right. Wake and cake, baby. Wake and cake. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Does it begin on Sunday? I don't. I, this never figured into my mind because I worked in restaurants for years and like um, finishing off the week meant getting through brunch service on a Sunday. Like when that was over, the week was over. Like, So you're saying you're saying Sunday is the finale. It's the finale of the week. The, the beginning of the week mm. is Monday. I know it's a little office life kind of thing because, you know, oh, it's Monday. I, and I don't, I don't buy into that dreading Monday. I think Monday is like your chance to kick it off. You yeah, know? listen, man, you got, you got to attack Monday. Like Monday gets here and you're like, you're like, you look Monday right in the eyes and you're like, let's go, motherfucker. Let's do this thing. That's right. Let's do it. <laughs> now, now Wednesday shows up. Well, you know, it could go either way. <laughs> Were you the, I think it was you, but I'm not sure. Were you the person who advocated for it? This is bike nerd shit. So Matt Noel, listen in. <laughs> Were you the, the one who advocated for the preem lap strategy of let some poor schlub lead it out and then have it time to pass him in the last hundred meters? Was that like your thing? Oh yeah. That was, <laughs> what was that course? It was down in Connecticut where it was yeah. the easiest one to do. Yeah. Um, Nutmeg Park. Nutmeg Park was legit, uh, like a weird little circuit. And like you had it figured out to like, oh, you just let a guy go. And then he gets to about this far. Everyone else and is they, disinterested. And then you just jump across and pass the guy like right before the finish line. Br- ruins his whole day. Well, yeah, because he's away for long enough. What's funny about that is he's away for long enough where he feels confident now that he has the preens. So he slowed so down a bit. Yeah. So he's eased up like 5%, not a lot, you know, he's still going to go hard, but he's eased up 5%. The field has pretty much decided, well, that guy's got it. Cause he's, cause he's got a gap, but there's like a slingshot corner where if you, if you ride the draft, it, you accelerate through <laughs> it and it's, you pretty much just get launched across the gap with a few hard pedal strokes, little bike throw. You take the money. It was great. Chris Burke, actually. What's up, Chris Burke, Providence, Rhode Island. Holler. He got so he got so mad and he was like, You didn't beat me. I was like, I definitely beat you across the line. And he tried to argue <laughs> and protest that he had won the preem because he had been out, you know, for the whole lap. I love that guy. And and I, I was on the wrong side of him a few times <laughs> in situations like that too. There hey, was you know. one time he was in a breakaway and we were on the same team, but they were starting to dwindle, like they were starting to come back. And so I bridged across thinking maybe we'd do whatever and like I got in a lot of trouble for that. People were pissed at me for bridging over to his breakaway that was like fading. Like well, fast. if you if you if you bridge, it's fine. It's if you bring people with you that is problematic. Right, 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 but. right. Yeah. Also, oh no, we won't go down that rabbit hole. But anyway, uh, so let's let's reset. We have a list. We have topics. We got this a list. We got a list. Episode of the talk show. Right. All right. We hit the talkies. They're coming up next month. Be on the lookout. Awards for things we think were awesome in 2020. And we're bucking the trend of saying that 2020 is all dog shit. It, it's no way that life went on. Of course, horrible things are happening in 2020. We acknowledge that. But we're not we're not gonna be that basic. Hey, here's here's I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you in on a little secret, listeners of the talk show. You ready for this? Horrible shit happens every year. Every 
fucking year. Just saying. Yep. Just saying. All right. Thanks, Obama. Topic number. <laughs> I was going to throw a thanks, Obama. In there thanks, Obama. It's no COVID, baby. Um, <laughs> listen, topic number one. Fact. Having a child in the state of Texas easier than having a child in the state of Vermont. <laughs> okay. That, that's an assertion you're putting forward. Uh, no, it's, 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 uh, there was a double blind study. Uh, it was just completed in the, in the data. Found, is they it. found two blind guys and they both had kids and one was in Vermont and one was in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. That's cause that's yep. what a double blind study. Never mind. <laughs> oh shit. Did you hear actually, I'm, I'm sorry. I got to interrupt because I just remembered this thing. You know, uh, you're familiar with Legos, right? I am very familiar with Legos. Okay. And do you know that in New York City, they have like, there's two actually, there's like a big uh, Lego store. Yes. Did you hear what happened when they, when they reopened them after like the initial closures? No, I'm scared. What happened? People were lined up for blocks. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That is legitimate dad joke material. And we're filing a new segment on the talk show called Adam Tells You a Dad Joke. That was the first ever episode of Adam Tells You a Dad Joke. He is now going to be expected to have one for every subsequent episode starting now. Well, I want you, I want you to know that deep deep in the back of my, of my soul, I have this, this dream of creating a character that does stand-up. And all this character does is tell dad jokes. Oh, that's amazing. I'm going to send you a link to something that's in that vein. And it's amazing. There's a, um, a guy who you probably know, but you don't know, you know, and you tell me, but do you, does the name Andy Daly do anything for you? It's okay. Nope. If it doesn't. Okay. So he nope. is a character actor, comedian, improv guy, all this stuff. He's done ads and commercials that you've probably seen. So like, if you saw him, you'd be like, Oh, that guy. But anyway, he does a lot of things. He does these intense characters and he's really good at committing to like a silly idea. And he has a stand up bit, which I I'll post a link somewhere for talk show people. Cause it, you have to see it. Uh, and I forget the name of the character, but he comes on stage at a comedy festival basically is where the video is from. And he comes out as this character and um, every, he never, he goes on for about 10 minutes and he never actually tells a joke, but he uses the rhythm of stand-up comedy and he uses all the, the like setups and the types of words that people use a lot to get ready to tell a joke, but he never gets to the joke. And, um, <laughs> and, it, and it's so hilarious because it feels like you're listening to stand-up comedy, but you're also aware that there's not any jokes happening. <laughs> Oh, this sounds good. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. A lot Send of, it out. A lot Send of, it out. A lot of stuff to the effect of, can you believe this? Have you seen this? Have you people seen this? And then, like, you know, it goes on and on. And there's no joke, though. But I'll, I'll say Now, it. here, excellent case in point. And, and thank you, Scott, for proving my double-blind study to be accurate. Because it's clear that dads in Texas <laughs> have free time to be watching comedy while dads in Vermont are pulling sled up hills. Okay. Okay. I appreciate what you just said, but I will direct the listener to Instagram at shorthanded shovel, where you will find that Adam spends conservatively four and a half hours in his garage, lifting weights for whatever reason he feels that's necessary. Every yeah. Day. Here's why it's necessary. 
Have you ever repeatedly pulled a 50 pound sled up a damn hill? Um, I, I no, think I'm going to have no, to say no. Cause I can't no. think of a reason why I would be doing exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm saying you got to be ready. You got, if you want to be here in Vermont, you got to be ready. I am in cross, CrossFit for life. Right. You know, you're, you're prepared. I'm for, just, you're prepared for your life. I'm changing it to dad fit. Welcome to dad fit. Everybody. <laughs> dad fit. <laughs> so down here is different right now because obviously we we don't have a winter the way you guys have a winter we have a different you do not experience. have a winter we don't have a real winter and honestly we don't usually get snow we get snow maybe once every couple of years and it's a dusting it's nothing so this is a different vibe it's weird because the temperatures do fluctuate here i feel like in a way that's a little bit disorienting example would be we can get a freeze at night like you know, maybe not a hard for you, like 28 degrees, 30 degrees. And then by that afternoon of that same day, it could be 80, <laughs> which is a really big, like up and down fluctuation. Yeah, man. It's COVID baby, but it's, it's cool. We cool. <laughs> it's cool. All right. All right. On that topic, since you brought up the garage, hit me, Scott, it's December. We have a challenge on the books. Oh Lord. Oh no! <laughs> Where are we at? Um, the challenge. How many? How many days left? Give us an update on the challenge and how many days are left to complete that challenge. Oh, let me pull open my calendar on oh, my laptop. I'm doing that right now. It is the 20th of December as we record this? The month of December has 20. That's no, not true. 31 days. So, um, with 31 days, that gives us, I guess, 11 more days. 11. Yeah. Not counting today, of course. No. And so, uh, we've still got a good percentage of the month left, even though it feels like we're at the end. There is that, what, what we refer to, uh, politely as the holiday taint week, which is the week between Christmas and New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> it's an official term. People Google it. Google it. It is official. I didn't make it up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, there's some days in there that stuff has to happen. Uh, I'm, terrified of this particular challenge because it's going to be a one of the i've completed most of the challenges we've done on this podcast however is that true i think so i think i mean i did shape roll i finished that i i feel like I, oh yeah you did you smashed shape roll i did the thing with the running i did uh i fail. i'm sure i failed some we oh we did what was the one that none of us did it just was like oh the, pl- the plank one. The it was plank, like none of us did yeah, that. <laughs> I think we made three days and then we were just like, Meh, I'm over it. Yeah, that didn't work out well. Uh, that was that was a bad choice. Let me just put it this way: I've given most of them my solid effort. This month has been daunting because I did install, I, I bought and installed a pull-up bar, and then immediately upon testing it, realized pull-ups are a fuck ton harder than I thought they were. <laughs> <laughs> like radical realization i knew they were hard i'm not an idiot but i i hadn't even attempted one in a really long time and i i can do push-ups much more proficiently than i used to be able to and i think i just extrapolated from that that i would have more upper body strength and be able to do this movement oh my god (laughs) what my favorite part about that is that is that uh we were talking about it we were discussing it off off the show and I was like, listen, Scott, it's going to be really hard. Pull-ups are really hard. And you're like, yeah, yeah, man, I know. I, they're hard. I'm prepared. I'm, I'm totally prepared. And I'm like, no, man, they're harder than you think. <laughs> then, this is then, an example of I can only say 
you were right and I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So now the challenge as a reminder, everyone is maximum number of strict pull-ups in 20 minutes. Yes. Uh, Scott. I mean, I don't need the 20 minutes. Let's just let's start with that. I don't need the 20 minutes. I cannot. You're gonna, do, oh, you're going to blow out before the 20 minutes is over. I can't do pull-ups for 20 minutes. There's no point in that time existing for me. That's fine. You guys can do. Yeah. But if minutes. you do, if you do one a minute, you'll be, you'll get to 20. Yeah. That's interesting. I I'm, think your goal should be like 25. Maybe. I really am just, I, I think there is a weakness in my, <laughs> in my like upper back muscles, which I think is where you, you do. You a think I, I know, I no, know no, no, for no. a fact. It's that not that I weakness. think it's not that I think it's a weakness. It's that I think it's a much more serious weakness than I had imagined. Like I'm really, really, and I've told you this in the past. We've had this conversation since you started CrossFit and I've always been like, yeah, I don't think that would be good for me. I've always been terrible at that stuff. Even when I was in like, could maybe win a bike race kind of fast, kind of fit, you know, mode. I could uh -huh. not do pull-ups with any proficiency. Like it's, it's a different type of strength. It's a different thing. Well, you don't like, need to do pull-ups to win bike race. But like point, point made, but I'm just saying like even a, a healthier, fitter, younger version of me would have still sucked at this challenge. <laughs> I, I know because I actually remember a time when you and me were training together because we were going to go do a stage race and we were at the same gym and we had a, trainer like work with us one day it was the you and me and this guy <clears throat> and I don't really remember much of the workout but I remember at one point he brought us to a pull-up bar and was like do pull-ups and you did a couple I think and I I don't know if I even did one <laughs> like it was yeah bad. I, was, I don't I don't I vaguely remember that I don't remember doing the pull-ups but like yeah maybe two you, 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 but you, you jumped on the bar and you did a couple and I was like, all right, Adam can do it. I can do it. <laughs> didn't, didn't work out that way. Even then, dude, not so much, <laughs> not so much, but Hey, any, so to the listener challenge is max strict pull-ups in 20 minutes. I'm not expecting to do well in this challenge, but I'm going to do it before, before the new 25, year. come on, 25, I'm gonna, get I'm gonna it do done. It. I'm going to put up the best result I can put up and I'm, I'm going to try to be really, uh, strict with the what counts because you know you can kind of uh, respect to Kip Bradford out there, but you know you can Kip <laughs> do different things. Hey, <laughs> hey, you can do different things to try and you know finesse the pull up, and I can do more if I'm like finessing it that way. But that's not a strict pull up. That's not the challenge. Right, strict. Get it done. All right. So we'll see. We'll we'll report back in January on the. December challenge. Also, wait, wait, we had another challenge in December, Adam. How is your sink looking? Clean your sink. <laughs> um, let me tell you, last night, 100% did not clean the sink. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you right off the bat. I missed two nights so far, but we're 20 days in and I think I'm um, 18 for 20. Or yeah, no, I'll probably. Or, or 18 for 19, whatever it would be. I think, I think we, I've missed like. Well, we started it back in November too. We started it before the month, but we, I think yeah, we did. We kicked it off early. But I've been it's it's it has. I will say this is one of the challenges that's that's I think triggered an actual sea change in terms of what is normal. So yes. like in our house, cleaning the sink has now been established as normal. They say it takes two to three weeks to establish a new habit. Well, they say they say thirty days to break a habit, 
30 more days to establish a new habit. I have not heard that. I heard it was more of a couple of weeks, but that either way, I feel like we're now, you know, coming up on a month since we first talked about it before we said it would be a challenge. And we've been trying to do it here every night. And we, you know, messed up once or twice, but we've been pretty good. It's been a clean, yeah, it's been a clean sink. <laughs> I know I know it's been a success because this morning when I came back down and it was not clean, I was like Oh no, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I that's what I mean. Like your brain didn't used to maybe see that and now it sees it and immediately is like, this is not cool. I fucked Right. Up. My brain was like, mm-mm, no, sir. Mm-mm, no, you uh-uh. Have no. I talked to you about the concept of uh for you it would be night Adam and Day Adam, or for me, night Scott, Day Scott. Have I talked to you about my theory about this? There are two mm-hmm. Adam Saint Germains. There's night Adam and Day Adam, and you need harmony between your atoms because what happens sometimes in life is night Adam doesn't give a fuck about day Adam. He's like, I'm going to leave dishes for this bitch. I'm going to trash this place. I'm, I'm going to drink too much beer. I'm not going to drink enough water. Fuck that guy. That's, that's day. That's day Adam's problem. Night Adam doesn't give a shit. You know, that's, um, that's really funny. I have a, I have a friend uh, who does a bunch of like uh, programming and coding and things like that. And, and, um, He'll always comment and he'll be like, man, fuck past Ryan. He didn't give a fuck about future Ryan. What is this shit? And totally. he has to like redo work that he did. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, um, I like to think about it. That, you know, it's like, Hey, night Adam and day Adam, you guys are on the same team. Get yeah, your shit together. Get your shit together. <laughs> like when, when night Adam is like, like deciding, like, I don't know. This sink's fine. Day Adam, Day Adam's the bitch who has to clean it. Like that's not cool. Like clean that. Well, thing. you know, you know what happens. What's, what's great about that is it's like once you leave, you know, you do dinner, you do the thing. Let's say you're gonna leave the messy sink. You just leave the kitchen for the night. You ain't going back in there. You ain't gonna see it. Again. <laughs> uh, we we hung up on Adam because my phone is new. We're gonna call him back and see what kind of curse words he says. I didn't, mean, I didn't mean to offend you about leaving the kitchen. No, no, I know no, you that, like the kitchen. That, I have a new phone. I have a new phone. This is a topic we don't need to talk about, but I have a new phone, and uh, it is it doesn't have a home key. It's a it's a button. It's called a button. Uh, button. It's really throwing me off. I'm still learning how to use it. So I just tried to turn the screen on to get to my notes app and just hung up on it. <laughs> it takes that happened that happened to me. It took me like two solid weeks. So, I wish you luck on that journey. All right, so that's the update on the challenges. Uh, um, what else we got? Pulling kids up a hill. Did you watch the Jillian Michaels video? No. All right. I was Skip. supposed to watch it. That's all right. But we'll wait, wait, wait. Let's it. talk about it. This is a video. You can you can paraphrase it to me. I all feel, right, I we'll like paraphrase we, it. We, we talked about this a bit, but let, let's go. For those in the CrossFit world, they'll be familiar with this Jillian Michaels video. She spends eight minutes espousing why CrossFit is dangerous and you shouldn't do it. And that Olympic lifting and gymnastics are for elite athletes only. Oh, that's probably, how is she related to CrossFit again? She's not. She's just a train. She's a fitness trainer, personal oh, trainer. Oh, okay. This is. So yeah. I thought for a second. I thought you were saying this is someone who used to be involved. Now, to, no, to no, no. This is just like a skeptic 
she's a she's one. a high highly recognizable fitness trainer she's done a bunch of good like oh, yeah, she's, she's changed a, people's she, lives she's yeah, got a, so. a bunch of i just googled she's she's got heat right so it's like that's all good but then you know so um somebody calls her video she does this like every two years and uh somebody calls her video um oh what the heck was it as uh zombie thirst oh i'm gonna fuck it up <laughs> it already sounds intense yeah, I'm gonna screw it up. It's zombie thirst argument. Zombie thirst. For the listener, while he tries to yeah. figure out what the hell he's talking about, she's got videos with titles like "Beginner Shred Workout One Total Body." And, yeah. Anyway, um, so she she has a bunch of stuff. <laughs> she has an she has an app that she sells for at home training, right? So like, really good for the pandemic. Blah blah blah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, she has this she has this whole thing about why CrossFit is dangerous and like you know, like the barrier of entry for getting your certification is really low, so on and so forth. Yes. Okay. That's true. However, Olympic lifting, not dangerous and gymnastics for all goddamn things. I don't see how that's dangerous. It's just moving your body through space, which is something that children seem to do all the time. Yeah. I think for that to be dangerous, there has to be a lot of conditions. Like you have to be doing extreme, extreme movements without proper equipment. I mean, like it's, it fundamentally is safe if you're doing it remotely correctly. Right. Wouldn't you say? Or if you just have any self-preservation awareness. Yeah. I don't know about that, but so <laughs> what, 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 what was her beef with CrossFit specifically? The, 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 the weight lifting is too dangerous. Oh, that it's, that it's dangerous person? and it's too, yeah, it's, it's too dangerous for the, for the regular civilian. And it's like, you're just going to beat yourself up and everybody she's ever known that did CrossFit is going to get injured. However, I don't really care about all those arguments. The one I wanted to talk about was that she said, if you're going to do CrossFit, make sure your coach has a college degree in exercise <laughs> science. Okay. And I was, and, and it didn't, it didn't catch, you know, like I didn't really catch it. I was just like, that's weird and kind of bullshit, but I didn't pull a piece together until someone else said, um, that that's an absurd thing to say because now you're taking wellness and fitness and health away from socioeconomic classes that maybe do not have access to college education. Sure. And I was like, I was like, Oh, that's some shit. And then she doesn't have a fucking college degree. Yeah. That's to top it um, all off. That's, (laughs) that's pot calling kettle black for sure. Mm Mm-hmm. The it's interesting to me in that type of community. I don't want to make a huge generalization, but I'm gonna um, like in, in the sort of like I decided I'm an expert world of online, which I think oh. applies to a wide swath of topics, whether it be cooking, exercise. Sure, 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 there, sure. There is the the phenomenon of people who are charismatic, and they bought a nice camera, and maybe they develop a little bit of a, a persona for themselves. And they talk about a topic, um, but they're not qualified on that topic. Their qualification is like general interest, you know, time spent. You know what I mean? Like sweat equity or whatever you want to call it. Sure, 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 sure. But the blind spot that those people have to the fact that their qualification is so tenuous, it's just like kind of whatever they think they earned – (laughs) to be able to turn around and be like, well, you can't teach that unless you have a degree while they're doing the complete opposite is yeah, they're doing right. Right. That that comes along with that personality, whatever that personality is that gets people to that place where they have their little Instagram channel. It's, it seems to be the same thing. 
<laughs> you know, I don't, it's weird yeah. to me. I'm not surprised to hear that she would, she would pop off like that and then also not have a degree. Like that seems just about right. <laughs> but, yep. but, but what do you think? Like, what do you think as a, a practitioner of somebody who has trained in a CrossFit gym, somebody who is interested in strength and conditioning uh, very much. And you know, you do your own workouts, so you don't have a coach, but what do you think? Oh, I know. I, I very much do have a coach. I'm 100%. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. What, can I rephrase that? You're not yeah. in the room with your coach all the time. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah That's yeah, what I right. meant to say. So I'm like w- when you're thinking about like you get an email from a friend, Hey, I'm really interested in what you're doing. Cause I've seen your social media. Like what should I look for in a coach in, you know, East wherever that I live? Um, is that even on the, the register of things you think about? Like they should have a college. It seems to me like a really weird. No, absolutely not. I don't give a shit. I mean, look, I don't have a college degree. So it's right. absurd. Right. And you're doing all right for yourself. And like, <laughs> yeah, my like, first, my first college degree didn't do shit for me. I had a college degree for 20 years and waited tables and poured you lattes. Yeah. Hey, but listen, you're thinking really hard. Okay. You're thinking <laughs> yeah. a lot, a lot of thinking. I got big ideas, but I am my ass. <laughs> No, I think the most important thing, right, is to find a good coach. And then you say, well, how do you know it's a good coach? You absolutely know. Like, you instinctually know. It's the same as if you go to a doctor. Like, maybe it's a doctor you never met before or a dentist you never met before. And you're like, okay, it's important. I need to trust this person. And you're like, hmm, I feel like this person's not listening to me. They're not asking me clarifying questions. They're not asking if I have any pre-existing injuries or fears or limitations or whatever. And so that's a bad coach or doctor or dentist or whatever. Yeah. It applies and, uh, across, it applies across many things. You feel inauthenticity. Almost, if you have any type of internal measurement, you can feel inauthenticity pretty quickly. Yeah. And you'll, you'll know, I mean, because of work, because of how I used to travel for work, I, I got to go to a, a number of different gyms and they're all very different. And some of them are really good. We went to this one gym in um, Lake Tahoe, California, and it it was amazing. The coaching was amazing. The facility was amazing. The community was amazing. Like, they were so good. And I went to one in Chicago, and, like, they didn't even realize that I was a drop-in or that I was a new person. Like, that one sucked. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's just the vibe like, was off. The perception yeah. was wrong. <clears throat> and, yeah. and so – you just, you know, pretty quickly, right? Like, oh, yep, this is a good one. This is not a good one. And then, then you just go from there. That's it. Yeah. I, I, it's I, I but it's, it's same for everything. It's not just CrossFit. Like there's bad personal trainers. There's bad running coaches. There's bad, there's bad dietitians. There's like, yeah. all, you know, there's people that suck at everything. When so. I was doing jujitsu, I had the chance to train in a couple different places. And um, same thing, every jujitsu Jiu-Jitsu Academy gym is going to be different. The vibe, everything from hygiene to organization, like how does the room, how's the room set up? Where are you putting your stuff? Are, are I mean, God forbid you walk into a Jiu-Jitsu Academy and you see someone walking on the mats and shoes. I'm fucking out of there. That's fucking gross. But it, yeah. but, it, but it happens. I've been in a Jiu-Jitsu Academy where there was a pit bull walking around on the mats. And I'm like, what the hell is that? There's just like oh. wild cultural differences in like what is appropriate and not appropriate in, a, in an environment where you got to like some of these jujitsu academies, like some groups, you know, it's some, some of us are trying to get fit and take care of ourselves. 
and learn cool stuff. And some of us are, are, our goal is to punch people in the face and the punch people in the face crowd. They bring their pit bull everywhere. I, I don't know. That's just those people, but like, right, right, you know, right, like, right, right, right. But yep. we have to learn to coexist and have some hygiene rules, you know? So the Academy in Austin where I've been associated most recently, and I'm looking forward to going back at some point soon, um, it is takes the hygiene real seriously and kind of gets it and it's organized and you walk in and, even pre COVID there was a very orderly way that you exist in this place. And now they've adapted with temperature reading and whatever. But my point is like, then there's the culture. So that's just the one level. Like, so you walk into the CrossFit gym, you see like, how is the, if I have to change there, is the room gross? Is it clean? Is how are the bathrooms? Is the equipment look clean? You know, like that's like the same assessment you make, but then it's like, what's the coach like? Do they seem like they want us to fight each other or they seem like they want us to be friends. Like what is the whole energy? Like there's all those levels and you're just going to walk into some of those places and know right away. This isn't for Adam St. Germain. <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. This, uh, uh, this ain't my place. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I, yep. and I, I struggled at times with this particular Academy uh, that I like just because there's like some big personalities that train there. Like there's a couple, there's one particular student who's famous and some of his politics are different than mine. And some of the energy that that brings is different than what I would normally be comfortable with. And they're just, you have to make those calculations of, is this something that's going to ruin this for me or am I okay with it? And all that kind of stuff. Just like sure. you might have a CrossFit person. Let's say you have someone, I'm not going to decry anyone at Champlain Valley, but let's say someone walked in there and they have like celebrity status within CrossFit, but they start popping off online all the time about stuff you really don't feel is okay you know then you'd have to make an estimation of does that even matter to you is that part of your life do you do you care yeah sure you know, sure sure how sure. how closely does the brand align itself with that person like all that stuff yep i hear you but i hear you a lot of questions to be asked all the things you have to think about but uh yeah man oh so we got some other topics on the list but i can't get to the list because I oh. keep, I'm going to hang up on you, I think, if I try to get to the list. No, you got to swipe up. Swipe up. <laughs> I'm swiping up. I'm swiping up so good. Swipe up. I'm going to get... Oh, I got a new phone. It has... It's funny. I I don't know how recent your iPhone is, but I had an 8 for a long time. I got a, a newer one. It's a 12. So it now unlocks by seeing your face. Yes. Which might have been a great idea whenever the genius who thought of it thought of it, but... Well, you know, masks and shit. Yeah, I was just going to say it's COVID issue. and that shit ain't too convenient. COVID, baby. It's COVID, baby. That, sh that shit don't work. That feature don't work worth a shit and a half. <laughs> but I, I appreciate the, the thought. Oh, hey, your property, you've been posting some videos, your daughter Edie shredding downhill shredding. on some skis. Such a shredder. But Super shredder. You've got two hills. Uh, uh, it seems like one in front and back. And one is like a gentle slope and one is the steeper slope. Right? Yeah, well, we got the, we got the green circle out front, right? And mm -hmm. uh, very very welcoming for all people. Like you know, it's great. Anybody can use it. You go out back, double black, double black diamond, double black diamond, yeah, dope. double black. Yep. You sent me a video. I'll tell the listener. I, I I don't know how I would be able to share this with them, but you sent me a video. The most Adam Saint Germain thing I you've sent me in a long time this afternoon of you walking outside of your uh, home. And doing what appears to be a snow angel in just like boxers or trunk shorts. Okay. All right. To clarify, to clarify. 
This is something I you was, sent me. I'm just saying. Like, this, this is yeah, what I, no, that that part is accurate. That part is accurate. If you're friends with I Adam St. Germain, this is the kind of heat your phone's going to be getting. I exited the sauna. Okay, I can, that's not that's not apparent in the video. No, I know. That's, that is a good point. That is a good point. I exited the sauna straight in. So I went from 200 degrees in the sauna, <laughs> barefoot, barefoot in my shoes, or barefoot you know, just feet flop down, lay down in the snow. Cause my cold tub is frozen. So I got no cold tub right now. So, I, so. Have a, I have a dumb question for you, but I'm genuinely curious. Uh, and I think I know the answer cause of Barton Springs, but I'm gonna ask you anyway, does that sensation of the cold after you have been in a warm environment, does it normalize at all? Or is it shocking every time? No, it's fucking shocking, dude. Okay, that's what I thought. Because, <laughs> like, every time I've ever dived in Barton Springs on a hot summer day, going from, like, 105 to, like, 68 or whatever it is, every time it's shocking. <laughs> it's, I've never normalized at all from the repetition of it. Yeah, look, so it's shocking. Uh, it gets easier, but it is still absolutely shocking. No, <laughs> No way around it. But do and, you, okay, so caveat to that: Do you find it pleasant now, or is it unpleasant? Like, how would you describe that moment when you did the snow angel? Would you describe that as a pleasant moment? No. Okay. And was the moment right after you got up pleasant? Mm, Ten seconds later, when I got back in the sauna, it was okay. <laughs> I'm just clarifying because there's yeah. some, there's some sick people out there, Adam. There's some people who might enjoy the part where you were in the snow the most. <laughs> like, like, I mean, mate, you know what I should have done because in so in that all I did was I laid down on my back and I laid there for about 15 seconds. What I should have really done, I wanted to like up the ante a little bit, was I should have rolled over. Oh I, yeah, that would have been something. So I'll do that. I'll do that next time, but. um but yeah, I just this I just laid down the, on my back. This is gonna be the premium shit. This is 2021. We're gonna have a Patreon channel where you have to pay to listen, and, and <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be video involved, and it's gonna be stuff like Adam doing this shit. So like, you know, just saying. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's yeah coming. for sure. Brave new world. Um, brave new world. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. Well, you know, I missed I missed the. There's a certain relaxation that comes when you go from sauna to cold tub to sauna and maybe back to cold tub but anyway that combination it does something so like it it really forces a bunch of stuff out of your muscles you feel really oh, good yeah. after. on so, a cellular level there's a lot of things happening it's interesting so i was i was trying to replicate that in the middle of winter when all i got to work with is some snow so very cool <laughs> i think it worked though like it, it was effective <laughs> so um, I feel so to like, say it was pleasant, it wasn't pleasant, but the result was pleasant. I'm, I'm throwing this out. I can't participate in this, so you don't have to co-sign this, but I think an auxiliary challenge to whatever we come up with in January should be the talk show snow angel challenge, which is snow angel. And you have to videotape it. it has to be on Instagram it has to be hashtag talk show snow angel challenge. And you have to do a snow angel in as little clothing as possible and then post it. <laughs> Okay, I'm like, let's do it. And I, I, I'm not, you know, it's, it's, y'all do it if you want, but (laughs) 
Adam just sent it to my phone, so I, I think y'all can do it too. I didn't even do a snow angel though. I just I just flopped it, down and laid it. It really looked. You put your arms out like you were gonna do a snow angel, and I just imagined you did it, and I couldn't see it because of the angle. <laughs> nope, I didn't. I did not move an inch. So you now so, have to do it. So that doesn't count. You have to do it again, and then actually. I know, do but a now, snow angel. but see, but here's the thing, right? This is like what we talked about before. Now I know I can do it. So like that part of the. <laughs> That part of the difficult is gone, right? It's I'm over. over it. Yeah, it's past, I'm over it. past like, tense. I got it. Okay, so we, which, yeah, oh, I was gonna say leads us to excellent segue. <laughs> 2021, it's just around the corner. That's Scott, right. we got some goals lined up. What are, what are we looking to do? Well, I don't know about you, but I, I got a couple that I've been I, I've been a little distracted from from some physical challenges in the last two weeks to a month because I've been trying to line up some, some work stuff. I, I am staying at my same job. I can say that now on the show, but there was a period of time where I was looking around. Um, You're like, I'm out bitches. It's COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and for, I won't even get into any of the details because there are some people I work with who may listen to this, but there, there was some looking around, there was some settling in, there were some haggling done things, things going back and forth. But looking forward, uh, my main goal for 2021, aside from all of these smaller goals of self-improvement is going to be a big, you know, arcing goal, which is I'm going to, uh, be moving towards getting a, a nurse practitioner ship. The first step of which for me, because I have a philosophy degree and an associate's degree in nursing is I need to formally get my bachelor's degree in nursing. So that will be 2021. I think will be the goal is to have that wrapped up by the end of 2021 so that, uh, I can start the process of the, the nurse practitioner education, which is a couple more years. So this is like a big arcing, like probably three plus year goal. Um, but it's something I was very scared to commit to. And actually decided I wasn't going to do at a certain point earlier in 2020. And some combination of the pandemic, the podcast, reading David Goggins' book, and just thinking a lot about what level of expectation I want to hold myself to, uh, like reignited this interest in in uh, going further for me. So that's a big thing for me. It's going to take time. It's going to be a long arcing thing, but... Um, there was a point even like six months ago where I was just like, no, nah, I'm never going to do that. Cause I started a bachelor's degree program, took a class, did well, and then quit. Basically <laughs> I didn't quit, but I just ghosted it sort of. Um, I'm out <laughs> and I'm back in baby. <laughs> so all right. All right. All right. I'm going to do it. Two classes starting in mid January. And then there's one five week class, which is how they do them at university of Texas, Arlington, where I'll do the nurse practitioner degree. Uh, that'll kind of overlap the other two for a minute, but, um, but yeah, guns blazing going in to 2021 with a big goal. Uh, I like then, it. I and, like it. And then we can talk about other uh, goals like for the podcast and stuff, but that's my big overarching goal. And then also to, to, to continue on the goal of trying to stay fit, get more fit, um, what are some of your goals looking into 2021? Yeah, looking into 2021, I'm I'm gonna go after uh, a world record. Yes, this is like a, such a stupid idea. But I already just uh, the fact that you said world record almost implies stupidity, but I love it. <laughs> so I'm gonna go after a world record. It is maximum meters. It's not ridden. I don't even want to say ridden. Maximum meters pedaled on 
on the Concept 2 bike erg. Okay. The current record is just a hair over 600,000 meters. Damn, that's a lot. In a meter to mile, I need to go do a quick conversion while you're. Have you already done this? I know, yeah, I don't actually know how many miles it is. Let me let me see here. I think it's six hundred five thousand is what he did. You said six hundred thousand. So on the biker, that would equate to three hundred and seventy eight miles, which is obviously not accurate. Meters <laughs> in mile. I think you did something wrong there. Yeah, I didn't I do anything this, wrong. I'm getting the same thing. I know, but that, that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying is that like the, the biker isn't necessarily representative of actual real world uh, miles. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Because that would be a, um, you know, yeah, I, whatever. That, that's not a legitimately long amount of miles for a given a calendar year, but they're not real miles. They're on a bike. It's t- completely, I've never used that particular product, but I, I assume it's a different experience. Uh, it's just a sta- yeah, it's a stationary bike, and it just you know you just pedal it. So whatever. I have a feeling you're going to be able to do more than that. Are you sure that's the number of meters he did, the guy did who has the record? Six hundred and five thousand. Six hundred and five. It's still not that much though, if you think about it. In in the normal, I mean, I'm I don't. I know, but I I broke it down. So I'm okay, not, so here's I'm not I, talking shit. I'm just saying that doesn't seem like enough. Well, but here's the thing on the biker is that there's no coasting. Okay. okay. So you have to pedal the, you like for you to make any meters, you got to pedal. Or if you're on a bike ride, right? Like you'd be able to coast. Okay. And so you're still moving. What would give so, me, what would give me perspective is if you did like a 30 minute workout on it and told me what the numbers looked like, then I could make an oh, judgment about what this yeah, is. Yeah. You know? No, that's, that's good. So you could do, you can do about, um, you know, say that you can do about 10,000 meters in 20 minutes. Okay. So we it's can- like, we can begin kind of a normal, normal pace. Yeah. Okay. So we can begin to do some extrapolation from that. Cause I have a feeling if this guy's got the record, it's a legit thing that he did. It's just like hard to like take bike brain measurements of distance and then like, you know, synthesize that. Cause it's really different on a, you know, like a, what, I mean, if you were to try and think of the most miles you ever actually rode in a calendar year on a real bike, I mean, oh, no, no, this is a, but this is a tw- no, no, this isn't 24 hours. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Let's, let's go back again. I did not hear that at all. That changes oh. everything. Okay. 24 hours. I thought you were talking about like something like you, you said a year in there somewhere. Like he did this at some point during a year. I don't, I don't, I missed something. Oh, I, th- I think I said, I'm going to do it at some point this, this year. year. Okay. And then I lost that. So yeah, like that's a lot of miles to ride in a day. I take it back completely. Yes. Yeah. Okay. There we go. So anyway, so I'm going to try and do that. And, uh, and actually on, in that environment where you can't coast, it's even more impressive. So no, that's legitimate. And I, I knew there was something I wasn't understanding because I was like, how is this the record? So now it makes way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, yeah. so no we'll shade. Whoever you are out there, CrossFit guy, no shade thrown. I just didn't understand what Adam was saying. He's a he's a savage. He lives down in North Carolina. I think he <laughs> works for for uh, Rockstar Energy Drink or in the motocross world or something. He's yeah, an ultra it, runner. He's, he's, a, he's a cool dude. His caffeine level was eleven at all times. <laughs> Turn it up, twenty one. Um, so yeah, so I think I'm gonna try to do that this winter. We'll give it a, we'll give it a shot. Um, 
I'm going to do, I got a 50 miler race lined up for May. And then I'm going to attempt to do a 250 mile trail run. Damn. I love it. I love the big, big stuff like the, the which is the, just the like goals that just seem too big you know that's 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 awesome it's exciting well yeah think about. and so scott and i were chatting on the phone the other day and i i was originally like oh maybe i'll maybe i'll try and do a hundred miler but i kind of i feel like i could do a hundred miler I, like it would be really hard and no disrespect to anybody but it just seems like i want to put something on the board that i have no idea and no frame of reference if sure. i can do it and it's personalized like there's no it's not like you're throwing shade at somebody else's accomplishment if they do a hundred. No. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. huge. That's amazing. Like I, there, there's a, there's a whole continuity. Like there's uh people I know who are recovering from COVID. I know one person I can think of who is in the process of recovering from COVID who I think posted something about running two miles and it being like huge for them because they barely like their fatigue and like their whole respiratory situation this is a young person, but there was just all screwed up after their COVID infection. So it's like, Everything's on a spectrum, man. <laughs> like, like we, uh, like totally, like totally. That two mile run might have been a marathon to that person, and like that's badass. So yeah, so we'll see. So it's a it's a two hundred fifty mile uh, race. It's on it's multiple laps on a course, which just for safety's sake seems like a good idea. I think, but yeah, then I think that's a good idea. I don't, I don't know how often they do those things as like a point to point. I think sometimes they do, but it seems, well, I think the one that the one that Goggins did was point to point it, that it, 200, that, that yeah. Moab one. I saw a map kind of that was being posted that night. What was that? that the Moab day. two, the Moab two, four, oh, Moab two forty. That's just unbelievable. Cause it's also like, you know, not climate, like climate wise. I don't know. Like, <laughs> where is it? It's in like the fucking desert. That's what I'm saying. I think it's like in a very climate uh, specific area. Oh, here we go. Matt, I want to see the map. Okay. Yeah. It, well, it's in the Moab desert. Although he did it. Re- oh, it's a loop. Holy shit. Wow. That is, uh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's impressive. Powerful David Goggins. Shout out. <laughs> Can't hurt me. Can't hurt me, son. Oh, I oh got- my God. How cool is this? Do they have a snow reroute? If there's too much snow on this high mountain pass, they use this other mountain pass. Damn. That's going to be so cool. I, I think Shit. what is the, okay. So we don't have to get into this too nitty gritty because this will come up on subsequent episodes. If this is a goal you're going to keep, but what is the timeline that people finish an event like that? And aren't we talking about oh. day, days? Yeah. 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 So that, so that's the thing, right? It's days. So you're like, Oh, you know, like, a hundred miler, they give you 24, 30 hours or 200 miler. They give you, um, you know, they give you whatever, 48 hours or, um, whatever this one. Um, Hey, I'll pull it up real quick. <laughs> I feel uh, like there's gotta be like, many- I think you get, I think you got five days to do it. Yeah. Damn. That's, Oh, they give you, um, 250 miles. They give you 120 hours. Uh, 120 what is that? hours. That's a, biz- that's a bizarre number. Oh, five days, five, five days. days. Yeah. That seems, yeah. that seems right. Like just, you know, cause some people are going to do that and be like a, there's going to be those people who can go out there and do that in a, in a quicker clip than that. But I think for the average person who's interested in that type of event, they're more about like duration and continuity than they are about speed. Probably. I would, 
I would think so, but I mean, uh, I'm sure there, I'm sure there's a con- a concern for speed, but like you know, you're you're so they all so they also have they they have a few other events beyond get this beyond the 250 mile option. God damn, there is uh, <laughs> what there is there's something called the Penta Marathon, which is technically shorter in distance, but it's five marathons in five days. <clears throat> okay. They have the DECA Marathon, which is 10 marathons in 10 days. Okay. And then they have the granddaddy of them all, the 880K. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's just and they much. they give you 10 days to finish it. Man, the human, the human spirit, right? It's pretty magical. Like... So what, yeah, what, what crazy person wants to do that? <laughs> Can you imagine waking up on day nine of 10 marathons in a row? Cause probably first couple days, if you're even interested in doing something like that, you're probably good for three, four days, but come day nine, you got to wake up and do this shit again. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, come on, man. I don't want to do it again. I, I don't want to do it. There's pizza in this world. Like there's other things to do. Like, yeah, but think about it. Like, you know, if it's, uh, you know, like you're doing, you're running that long. You got, you just eat pizza. You just bring it with That's you. That's true. You, you know? can probably slam a pizza as you go. You fine. just, you just eat that. It's all good. Oh, here we go. I was trying to find the results. I was curious. 880 K last year. Oh, 2019. Nobody finished. <laughs> Zero finishers. Yeah. Nobody. Hey man, it's uh, a tough. That's a tough thing to do. I, I guess four four people finished the Deca Marathon. Uh, nice. Four people finished the two hundred fifty miler, and it took the winner, quote unquote. <laughs> you can win at <laughs> such a thing. The winner. It took him one hundred eleven hours, ten minutes, and thirty seconds. Damn. <laughs> Respect. That is is wild. Wild stuff. Okay, quick transition, oh, Adam. Quick transition. Yeah, man. sorry. I'm down the rabbit hole now. No, I yep. know. I, I'm there with you. We could talk about this for a while. But quick transition here. Moving into 2021. 2021. Um, goals for the talk show. Goals for this podcast. What do you want to what do you want to see happen with this podcast? <laughs> here's what I here's what I would like us to do. I want us to do uh um Slightly more regular schedule. Okay. I got three goals for the show. Okay. Let's, let's throw them out. One, slightly more regular schedule. Yeah. I'm not going to commit to a fully regular schedule because that wouldn't, that would be out of character for us. I don't like that. <laughs> it would be against the fundamental principle. It's not how, it's not how we roll. Um, we're going to do a slightly more regular schedule. We're going to do uh, a YouTube live. Cool. Do that. I don't know how we I don't know how we do that. We'll figure it out. We can figure it and, out. And uh and we're gonna we're gonna spin off uh we're gonna do a spin-off show. Oh well, tell me about that. Well, so that that's gonna be my my spin-off show. We're gonna call it the uh high output mindset podcast. Awesome. I will assist you in the logistics related to that. There are some logistics you you will need to learn, but you yeah are more than capable of doing those things. So what, what about you? What do you got for the show? Uh, so I was right there with you. I think um, doing more regular more regular scheduling, which is known to be one of the most um, 
one of the most appealing things to people who listen to podcasts is having uh, associating that podcast with a specific day, a specific release day or time. So we sure. should, we should probably come up with that. Like maybe I think a big goal would be to do something biweekly where maybe like originally we thought about doing shorter, longer alternating episodes. And maybe we could kind of bring that back without changing the name, but just doing like, Hey, we're going to do every other week and we'll kind of rotate between something that's 25, 30 minutes and something that's 45, 50 minutes or an hour. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I think we could do that. I think one thing we should do, and we can talk about this off air or we can talk about it on air, but if we could both commit to a time of a day of the week that is consistently good, it might be easier to hold it. Cause we are, I would say I take full responsibility for the last couple of months spacing out on recording time ideas, but you've had your share of time where you've done the same thing. And I feel like we both, no. I feel like we both are prone to like, well, we have family, so that's first and foremost, but then I feel like we're both prone to being like, Nah, man, there's pancakes now. I can't do that. <laughs> you know? Bro, pan- it's pancakes, man. Which pancakes, mine, yeah. earlier today, Adam will tell the audience, mine was pie. <laughs> so, hey, sometimes sometimes the pie gets you. What do you want to tell you? Pie gets, gets you. you. you know? we'll, we'll talk about it off the air, but I think if we could pick a day of the week and a time window that every other week we could do, I think we could get these done a little bit quicker because there is a little bit of packaging on the other end of when we record that I have to do to put it out. Uh, also, oh, hey, here's my second one, uh, not to talk too long about these things. And I, I'm very curious what you might want to contribute or what your thoughts are on this, but I think we should come up with a intro and an outro that are original music or at least original content to some degree. Maybe we could get someone to help us make a beat or whatever. But um, I think going into the new year, I have to stop borrowing uh, other intellectual properties, which may not be uh, long-term <laughs> able to be there i might at some point have to go back into the catalog and remove some things and change some things but um we're kind of under the radar right now so it's cool (laughs) but um what do you think about that what do you think the style of music or vibe of an intro outro of the show would be do you have any thoughts or do you want to think about it for next time um i kind of i want it to be it should be like uh the intro, I should be like dad rap. Dad rap. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Okay. It should be well, dad rap. And the outro should be something kind of, you know, whimsical or silly or. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's, yep. let's keep vibing on this. Uh, you, I know the audience might not know this, but Adam can spit bars sometimes when he wants to. So maybe we'll get some, some, you might, you might get an original, you might get an original. Uh, we'll come up with this. I, I, I'm not a beat maker. I have like lots of instruments and the ability to make certain things. Beats are not really where I'm coming from, but I know some people come up with something. I'm sure I must, I, we got to know somebody. I'll I'll put it out in the universe. Wait, let's put it into the universe. Talk show needs beats. I need a beat. I'd like 30 seconds. I need a 30 second loop. That's all I need. We want to spit bars, but we got no beats. <laughs> that's it. That's it. We'll all make right. it happen. So that's coming in the new year and, uh, and the talkies in January. Uh, if you have ideas about a topic like a, or category that you think should be awarded in the talkies where we celebrate the good in 2020, if you have a topic or category idea, hit us up at, uh, you can either, slide it in the dms at short handled shuffle or talk show it's a podcast or uh i think i still have scotty at talkshow.com nobody's hitting me up over there but it's there 
do it. Well, because you, you haven't told them in like probably six months. So it's you been know. like it's six months. Yeah, I haven't dropped any of good. that stuff. Also, hey, if your bitch ass is listening an hour, if you're, it's been an hour and five minutes. If your bitch ass is listening to this podcast still, rate and review us on iTunes. The least you can do. It's like putting, it's like, you know, when you, you're behind somebody at the coffee shop and they tip like the change off the dollar instead of putting a whole bill in there. That's all I'm asking you for. I'm asking you for the change off the dollar. I'm not even asking you for a bill. Give me that change, son. <laughs> Get in there and rate and review this shit. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Come, Come on. on, people. Come on. I don't even give it one star. Just give it something. Give it some star. Check out Adam. So. Uh, I butcher. I kind of mispronounce it every time. It's short handled shovel on Instagram for gratuitous workout videos. You can kind of see what he's doing. Uh, Hashtag. Hashtag live the joke, live the joke. And also like do, I, I'm going to encourage the listener now to do a fun thing. I like to do. I did this to Matt Newell earlier today. Whenever somebody posts a workout video, anyone, whether it's Adam or Matt, people I know, or even people I don't know, what I like to do is comment something about the background or the room or the environment that doesn't have to do with the workout. <laughs> hey, but dude, his shelves were looking good. His shelves were looking good. I was like, dude, you got, you got some organization going behind you. That's solid. Shells were looking good. I don't know if no people, doubt about it. I don't know if people appreciate those types of comments, but Adam gets them on the regular. I'm always noticing little shit in his garage. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Just the facts, people. Just the fact. I think we yep. did it for tonight. You think so? I think so. Do you have anything else you want to get off your chest while, while we got the talk show audience in front of us? Um... Mm, no what what podcast are you listening to right now oh um well so there's two two sets of podcasts in my podcast universe there's uh um, yeah what your favorite one at the moment favorite one at the moment yeah right now what I'm, is it i'm gonna give you two silly and serious no mm -mm, mm -mm. you won't take silly or serious then i'm gonna go silly. i just want i just want one i just want one uh i, I am a huge fan of the podcast hollywood handbook and uh they they have it's they have what we're gonna have soon, which is a free show and a paid show. <laughs> and, uh, nice. So they nice, have Hollywood nice, Handbook, nice. and their paid show is Hollywood Handbook, the pro version. Uh, very, very, very silly comedy podcast. Hard to get into it first because there's a lot of like kind of inside jokes to make your way through. Very funny when you get there. That's that's what I'm into right now, I guess the most. But what would your answer to the same question be, Adam? It's a show called Boom Bust. Boom HQ, bust. yep, and it's the story of HQ trivia. Cool. If, if you remember from about a year ago, maybe two years ago, there was a very popular app on your phone. It's called HQ Trivia, and it was a live trivia game. Mm. And it has it has a wild, wild story of rapid, rapid success. Um, and uh, yeah. It's, um, it's a good, it's a good podcast. I'll have to check. I just want, I just want you to know that while we were on the phone, okay, the pot, the podcast, I have officially registered for the two hundred fifty mile race. <laughs> you registered for it during the podcast. I just did it right now. It's I just badass. did badass talk show in action. Talk show in action. I'm, it's, it's happening. It's happening. We right. going. I'm going to bring it on the next episode. I'm going to have my uh, retort to that. I don't have it lined up yet, but I'm going to come up with something that's a big challenge for me 
not going to say it's going to be equal in length, but it's going to be something that feels that big to me. And we're going to, yeah, I'm it's going to feel that it's all about perception, self-perception. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw one down on the next episode and then we're going to hold each other accountable this year. It's going to be badass. All right. I'm feeling it. 2021 is going to be a good year. We need to do one more episode before 2021. I think like, even if it's a mini, I, we could do one in the holiday taint week where we just kind of like quick update on the Christmas and the new year thing, maybe announce categories for the talkies. Yeah. Maybe on like the 26th. Yeah. Somewhere, 27. somewhere in that downtime week and uh, we'll drop that before the new year. And then that'll give us a little time because there's, it's a busy time of year, obviously. Yeah. We should, and we gotta, that. we gotta pull the, we gotta pull the talkies together because the people are going to win some big awards. So I'm saying there's some big awards coming. It's going to be big awards. It's gonna big be awards. Huge. People. It's going to be huge. 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 I think we did it, Adam. You want to say the thing? Yeah. This podcast has ended. Let oh, wait, 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 no, you can't, oh, you can't oh. say it because there's two things I forgot. One, we didn't do it tonight. We don't have enough time at this point. I have to go do family stuff. I have to pick up the dog from doggy camp. We're going to, we're going to have a new segment, bring it in on the mini episode if we can. It's going to be the commissioner. The, the, oh yeah. 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 It's gonna we'll be get the, we'll get the commission. We'll commish. chat with the commission. That's going to be uh, Matt Newell's segment where he has to come on and get questions from me and Adam about things we're concerned about with the podcast or clarifications or challenges. I'm looking forward to how, uh, that'll go. <laughs> so I hope, look, I want Scott, I want you to study up because next time the commissioner's on, we're going to revive two lifts and a lie. Ooh, two lifts and a lie is one of my favorite segments from the show. Yeah. We'll bring it back. And, and so you better be ready. It's going to be great. Okay. So that was what I was interrupting you for. And also just to say, uh, Joe Rogan moved to Austin. So we're going to start, having a new segment on the show called 100%, which is where we just like talk shit about Joe Rogan for like four or five minutes. Um, oh, I thought, I thought we should, we should call that. No, no, no. We need to change the name of that segment and we should call it off it. <laughs> Say it one more time. Off it. Off it. Yeah. It ain't on it. Get it's off, off it. it. I love it. I love it. I dig it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh so. man, on it is the best way to piss fifty dollars at a time. That's that's my review of on it supplements. Like, there's nothing wrong with them, but like, supplements are mo you urinate most of what you put into your body with a supplement. <laughs> that shit is some expensive piss. Hey but, man, uh, it, hot take, know. hot take from Scott. I'm not saying don't take hot vitamins, take, son. I'm not saying don't take supplements or vitamins. I'm just saying recognize that you only absorb a very small amount of what you put in. So, Take your vits, people. Take your vits. So if you really want to get your money's worth, piss into a cup and drink that shit. <laughs> That's my advice from the talk show. Uh, and, on, and on that note, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that, man. That was not actual advice from the talk show. That was only a joke. <laughs> before before you piss into a cup and drink it, we recommend that you consult your physician <laughs> and make sure that this protocol is right for you. <laughs> All right, uh, this yeah. podcast has really ended. Let us go in peace. Let us go in peace. Get yourself a whoop strap. It'll make you feel bad about yourself unless you're Adam St. Germain. And uh, that's all I have to say. Whoop! Whoop it up. Peace. We did this. Yes! I can't do the real thing. I hurt all my feelings. You gotta keep it kind. You I mean, why? Oh, why? Hey. Oh, why? Hey.
shame for where to be the same. 